Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you visit their uh, website at hazelskyonline.com. And this first segment of the second hour is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can find the best and cheapest rate out there for you for auto, life, home, or renter's insurance. That's because he represents over 40 different carriers. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. So, um... Keeping it rolling here. Um, yeah, before we get to Mike's phone call, answer that for me, Harge, uh, with Ryan Braun. What do you think? I think he's a talented baseball player. I think he, you know, you asked about lying on the FedEx driver. Does that create a problem? If Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and all the, Roger Clemens, Palmero, all these other guys aren't able to get in there because of quote unquote, some discrepancies, then there's no way that Ryan Braun is a quote, a hall of famer to me. He -hmm. may get in eventually, Mm -hmm. but he's not a first ballot. He's not going to be 99 percentile. It's going to take some time for him. I mean, he's done some great things for the Brewers organization. He's top two in hits, RBIs, doubles, all that, uh, all that good stuff. But yes, there is a stain on him. And then the way his career ended, you know, people can say, well, that probably has something to do with steroids. There's always going to be a conversation. I liked him as a talented player. I thought he he played some good defense. I mean, he came out of the U. You know, he was one of them players coming out of Miami back in the day. If you know anything about Miami baseball, they were one of the top baseball programs in the country for right. a long time. But I just feel like he, he kind of, because he played in Milwaukee also, mm-hmm. was another one of those things. But – I think the way he portrayed himself and handled himself, if you're going to criticize some of these other players, he needs to get the exact same criticism. Well. And and before, what do you got, Joe? Because I got a follow-up question to Harge on that. What do you got? Uh, just some stats here. You know, he's a, a, a six-time All-Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, won four, five straight Silver Sluggers, MVP in 2011. Uh, runner-up uh, in 2000. He was third place in MVP in 08. Second place in 12, rookie of the year in seven. I mean, he, he came out of the gate really, really, really hot. And to to Harge's point, played the whole season with one team. Is this kind of an Eli Manning thing maybe where sure, retired number, Hall of Fame with the team, stuff like that, but, but the ap- actual league kind of just leave him to the side? Well, yeah, I think when you say Eli, I think MLB is always kind of, I mean, NFL seems like it's getting a little bit more easier to get in the Hall of Fame there than even still with baseball. But the question I have with you, hard to follow, because I've never asked you this or talked about it, because those guys you mentioned, um, you know, Barry Bronze, Roger Clemens, and all these guys, 
Uh, where do you stand on that? Do you do you think that all those guys should be? I mean, you're a former ball player, so do you think all those guys should deserve in the Hall of Fame? And it was just one of those things that hey, it wasn't being tested at that time. It wasn't against the rules, and these guys are talented for the most part, anyway. Oh, they were talented for the most part, anyway. I mean, you look at some of the numbers that were, they were putting up prior to that era. They were Barry Bonds was a thirty thirty guy. I mean, yeah. that, that's rare. He was, a, I think he might have even been gone 40 40 yeah. one time, but, but he was a talent anyway. He was right. a gold glove outfielder. He, you know, obviously his family and jeans and everything like that with it, all of his relatives. Mm-hmm. But then you look at Mark McGuire, you look at Clemens. Clemens was winning Cy Young's before any of that. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I personally, because I was in that era and I got to see some behind the scenes stuff, I, right. I was an actual teammate with Conseco and Roger Clemens before. Those guys were talented, period. And right. regardless, I always tell people this I don't care how many steroids you shoot up, I don't care what type of drugs you take. It does not, I've never had anything correct my eyes. Except for LASIK, right? And my hand-eye coordination yeah. was was good. You right. know what I'm saying? But not like that level. Yeah, right. I got you. I got those you. Guys, those guys could see the ball so clearly and hit it and run bases. And I mean, they were all-around players. And I know mm-hmm. that there's some quote-unquote purists exactly. when it comes to this stuff. But those guys were Hall of Famers before that. I, I figured you would put that stance on it, but yeah, that's cool. But well, that's—I just thought I'd ask you that because uh, again, Ryan Broad. I mean, I'm not a big fan of his. I think you know he did lose some credibility with on that because that was somebody innocent that he just threw on the bus and it was like, "I'm Ryan Braun, you're just some driver. I'm going to see if this sticks." And he took it all the way to the press conference. Everything, he even had his boy Aaron Rodgers back him up as well too, standing uh-huh. in front of walking like, "Hey, I'll, I'll know where, I know Ryan Braun. This ridiculous stand-up guy." And then once they found out it was true, Aaron's like, "Oh yeah, you save on your insurance? <laughs> hey, all right, man, whatever." But yeah, I think I feel that way with with Braun. But yeah, man, the Cardinals, you know, they're that steady organization that just finds a way just to keep trucking. And and I don't know if they're going to run out of games or not. Uh, but like you said, the Giants. Went ahead and took their took care of business and got their uh, clinched their their berth, which I think they yep. still going to be tough. They're going to be a very tough out. Anyway, the Cardinals shouldn't run out of games. They're only, half, they're only a half game back. Damn, they're tied with the Padres, and they got the Padres this weekend. This would be a big card. disappointment if the Padres missed the postseason. I'm sorry. I mean, I know they wasn't healthy all the way through. But that was a lot of expectations, especially after their series exit playoff against the Dodgers last year. Yeah. I mean, even though it got ugly for them, but at the same time, you saw it. For them not to make the postseason, um, that definitely would be one of the disappointments, in my opinion, in baseball. But let's go to the folds here real quick. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're the sports crown here on Ticket 760. What's up, Mike? Okay. Yeah, how you guys doing? Um yeah, I want to make one quick comment, then I want to get to this SC situation. Uh, I, I wish the producers of your show would try to expand you guys to uh, three hours instead of two because you guys got a lot of good things to say, and sometimes you can't get everything done in two hours, so that would be nice if you get an extra hour. Right, but, man. Um, <laughs> hey, man, this, this question is for Harge. Uh, hey, man, I want to ask uh, you, say that you uh Texas Connection. I want to know uh, what's the situation with Sarkeesian, uh, what is his contract status, you know, because you know he's a part of the uh, SC program, too, before he got kicked out of town. Uh, do you think that Sarkeesian might be in consideration for this SC job? And also, I, I want to say this about Urban Meyer. I don't know what's going on with his Jaguar contract, but if I was the Jaguar ownership, I would um, I would tell him 
that he is not allowed to talk to SC until after the NFL season is all, uh, over because you can't have this guy interviewing for uh, college jobs while he's still in the NFL. And I thank you for taking my call. All right, Mike. Well, first thing, it's not the producer. That's PD's decision on the extra. I appreciate that, though. Decision. Yeah, I appreciate the love, though. But uh, but anyway. Can I get a vote in there, too? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, um, I feel um, – but hey, you know, some people they never go to other people's job. Like you need to work more. I wish you could stay around more. I mean, two hours. That's you know, after I think about it, like, hey, well, two hours out of bed to get in and get out. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff to cover. But back to his thing about first of all, um, I, I'm gonna let you ha- go ahead and he asked you hard about about Sarkeesian, but I, I got a got yeah. a take on that. But what do you think about that? I really don't think no. Go Sark's ahead. not going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's just the way that it is, and and. Yeah. Listen, we all know the situation. We all know what's happening at Texas. But I will say this because my man Calvin has asked every person that covers the University of Texas when they come on this show, what is the problem? And there's a reason why I did that. (laughs) Exactly. So with that being said, I will never say never because sometimes when you start going in the house and you Mm -hmm. see how everything's being made, Mm. You're like, ooh, this ain't yeah. something I want to be dealing with that often. So, well, also, what'd you say yesterday? What'd you say yesterday about uh, you start dating and then you try to move into the crib? You're oh like, yeah, on. like when this you start, like, yeah, no, when you you think you're young and grown and you want to move out, like in the conference, yeah, yeah. like you want to move yeah. out. Say, I don't need y'all. I'm going on my own. Next thing you know, you come in like bills start coming. Like I'm moving back home. Yeah. First of all, make no mistake. I think USC's in the position they've got to get this right. And no disrespect to Sark, he fought some demons, but I don't think that he doesn't carry that name and has that much to set to go back where they would want to retread like, oh, let's get Sark back in. I don't even think he's on the list. And again, we got it. I understand where Mike's coming from. And, and sometimes I try not to be guilty of it, but I think the people in this industry understand. But I think fans, we're too, we're in a microwave society. And I just feel where people want instant like, we got to understand this man is not even like, He's two games in, speaking of Sark, even though it might look familiar, the path that we're going down for Austin and UT fans and people, give him an opportunity. I mean, he's got to get his recruiting class in there. All I said yesterday is that he's going to have to flip this because the guys that Charlie's come across, Herman's come across, and what he's left there and see, that's not going to be enough to cut it in the SEC. It's not. So we got to give him the opportunity. But nice segue into this USC conversation as Clay Helton is out. There is a long list of coaches that have already been named and linked to this job, okay? Um, in my personal opinion, before we start looking, because you know, Crystal Ball's name is already coming up, especially after win in Oregon he's coming talented. in. But I would say, hey, man, Phil Knight got a lot of money, man. <laughs> Phil Knight got a lot of money with Oregon. Like, whatever it's going to take, even if it comes down to that, that's a sexy name. You know how I feel about Franklin. I think he should have been the Aussie. He should have had the UT job instead of Charlie, you know, at that time. But uh, he's a name that's going to go, you know, Penn State. They've got a big one against Auburn this weekend. I think it's a night out. It's a what they got, the white out they have, all white T-shirts. That's a primetime game this weekend. But the guy that's on a fishing boat somewhere that tried to go ahead and get down with this thing that um, – my man Vince McMahon was doing. Mr. Bob Stoops. 
Oh, he okay. ain't on no boat. He's on he's on Saturdays. Okay. He's on he's Is on he the part big of a crew kickoff. Okay. He's on the big moon kickoff in LA, by the way. Uh, uh, Bob Stoops, I'm telling you, I didn't know that, but Bob Stoops has been laying in the cut and waiting. I mean, for him taking that job with uh the XFL lets you know that he had some itching toward. I know he had a book coming out. He did a book deal around that time. Watch out for Bob Stoops. I definitely think I don't know if his Cali ties in that in that way. Again, that is USC. That one, but also, what do you think? I'm even hearing hard. I'm even hearing, even though they lost, and he's 0-5 now, but I'm hearing Campbell's name also being linked to somebody that they might go. But I think, before I get your take, I think they got to get it right. I think it has to be a sexy name to please that 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 fan base, to get them in the right, because Chip Kelly carries a name, and he's up the road. Okay? Yep, yep. So when we get back... I want you to have some names out of those guys that I talked about or if somebody that you want to look at that might be missing that I didn't think of too. But this is a big deal, man. I think it's going to be a big story in college this year. What is it, the offensive coordinator taking over the interim? Or who did they bring I'm up thinking, in the interim? Yeah, it's a brother that went to L.A. Okay. I mean, he's from L.A. Okay. Um, I think his name is Williams, Damian okay. Williams or something like that. All right, man. Yeah. We'll Dante get, Williams. Dante Williams. Okay, we'll Dante get back Williams. into that. I'll yeah. get Harsh take on that. We'll look at a little fantasy with the injuries, who's hot on the waiver wire. We'll talk about that and some other news off the field news as well. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you visit their website and shop online. You can check out all their latest products as well at hazelskyonline.com. Um, okay, so in this particular situation... Um, with the USC thing, with some of those candidates that I talked about, Hard, what do you think, and what do you, what do you think in regards to some names out there to think about as well, too? And do you think Urban Meyer could do something like that? I do think Urban Meyer could do something like that. I just think that's just who he is. I think he'll just drop it and get up out of there. I, I, I just that that's just I I've never. Because we used to call him Urban Liar. <laughs> Liar Meyer. Like, everything he said was a lie. Like, mm. I just don't even understand. I have a feeling that he's going to fake something, and then next thing you know, I'm gone, mm. and I'm popping up at USC. Wow. I do like what you said about Bob Stoops, though. He's already out in L.A. You know he still got the itch because he tried to coach in the XFL. He's seeing what Lincoln Riley is doing, and I think that he's like, man, I might have left too soon. I still got a lot in the tank. You know his wife is Miss Mary Kay. Like she she runs Mary Kay. So they don't, wow, he's bored. Yeah, yeah, she is a super Mary Kay. So he he's bored right now. That's why he's doing the big Saturday, the Fox kickoff deal. Yeah. But then I also want to throw this name out there. I want to throw out Luke Fickle. And everybody's like, oh, Luke Fickle. That's not even really. Just remember this. The the new athletic director at USC, Mike Braun, is the one who hired Luke Fickle 
at Cincinnati. I've heard. And you know that people like comfort. And you know Luke Fickle in Cincinnati being able to pull all those players there, making them get into a New Year's Six Bowl, having a good time. And don't forget, he was the coach at Ohio State. He was at Ohio State with Urban at the time. So there's a lot of, of, of water that needs to be tread when it comes to those types of coaches. And that I also think you need to get you need to look at some NFL guys too. I also believe that because you know Joel Klatt put out his list of top jobs in the country. And USC obviously is one of those big Trojan yeah. Trojan things. But if you look at who you could bring in to fit that persona, because LA is LA. Mm-hmm. You know, you brought up Chip Kelly. And and the fact of what he's doing, people were trying to run him out. They were they were done with him. He was wearing Adidas at one point, and then they had to switch him up. Now he's wearing Jordans. Mm-hmm. So he was like, <laughs> he had to switch it up. He had, he had to switch the game to make the kids want to come out there. Yeah. And when you look at it all, you have to bring somebody with some cachet to be able to say, "Come back to SC because this is where it's at." I totally agree, and I and and Fickle's name you brought up, I heard that as well too, and that brings me back to what I was saying when they released the Big Twelve lineup. And I told you, I said if Fickle, I said I don't know how long he's gonna be in Cincinnati, but if he leaves Cincinnati, depending on where he leaves the program with or who they get, they could fall off with that name of cliche. Yep. cliche. Yep. That's what I even said this even before I knew Clay Helton was gonna get let go. Um, also, let me ask you, well, first of all, you brought up one name that I'm hearing that he is on this list, and that's why I said the jacket for beats, Lincoln Riley. I mean, USA, are they big enough to uh, take Lincoln Riley away from Norman and get him, you know, to say, hey, come on out to USC. They've got the money. He sent two guys to the pros. He's got number one picks overall. I, I don't know because my gut feeling tells me, that USC wants to get it right. I don't know necessarily because they've made pro- problems in the past of trying to be a USC guy. You got to be a family guy. You got to be one of us. You got to be here, whatever. And I think this is the time that I think they are going to go outside of that. And they're also going to look to look at coaches. They have no shame to say, hey, though, because their nose is far enough up and stuck up to know, like, look, the weather, the money, the campus, the resources. We can we can take your coach from you if we want. They they'll pick up that phone and tell you make you say no, you know make right. you say no. So right, they have to do something like that because, as I said, when you look at USC and what they were, it's kind of like what you brought up about Texas. How do you fix it? How do you get that back to where it's like every year USC is rolling? They did that with with Pete Carroll. They did that with that type of coach that had, and Pete had swag. Pete was dancing, work, walking yeah. around, no shirt on, throwing passes at the game. Will Farrell, Snoop Dogg yeah. come to practices. Yeah. yeah, right, right. So, how do you fix that? And you got to fix it quick because if you don't, you're gonna fall further and further and further behind. Now, let's don't get it twisted. They have talent. There's talent on that field. But another thing, I saw people talking about this. They brought a lot of Tom Herman's people out there, too. Don't hmm. forget, Craig Nivar, yeah. Todd Orlando, Brian Carrington. A lot of those people just left with after Tom Herman got let go, and they went out there. Keontae Ingram, the running back. Bunch of the defensive backs, the tight end. 
It was, I mean, that's that's Texas West. So you think they could uh, possibly Tom Herman? They could look at Tom Herman to see. Him bring him. Hey, Tom Herman name might float out there too. Let me go old school with you to see if the games pass. And Tom's from I, California, though. Okay, he went to school out there. Old school, real quick. I know his name used to be rumored a lot, but I don't know if games pass him out. But he's one of those. Hey, he's one of us. Jeff Fisher. Too old. Too oh. too old school. He gave it a gas face on this. Yeah, I'm giving you definitely a gas face. He done ruined enough lives. He done ruined enough lives. And I he played in, there. I stuck in, played I know. There. That's what I brought him. But I stuck in Jeff's corner for a long time. I had some battles on this show about Jeff Fisher. But, yeah, I I, I know what you. Once he once he threw, once Vince Young threw the towel at his face, that was a wrap. For like yeah, it was Jeff, a wrap for me. Yeah, man. He blackballed Vince throughout the whole damn league. Oh, like, man, don't, oh. don't, no, no, no. You know, he threw a towel <laughs> in my face. Poor Vince. But, yeah, man, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be to see who it gets, uh, who gets this gig. But they got to get it going, man, because Chip Kelly looks like he to weather the storm and he's out and running and, and uh, in Southern Cal, and that's a robbery right up the street and away. Yeah. I got – when do they – they usually play – I got to look when that game. It's usually toward the end of the year, right, you, UCLA yeah, and USC? Time. Most of the time, mm, yeah. That should be interesting. 736-9760. Uh, when we get back, let's look at some of the uh, fantasy waiver wires. I'm interested to hear from Jonas and Harge on who they got performance-wise that might be out there on your waiver wire to go get uh, injuries uh, impacted big time. You heard that, you know, in the opening with the running back situation with the 49ers. And so 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Keep in mind, two words are key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. They have a lot of different variety of mixes now in regards to uh, pina colada, also michelada. Don't forget, they got their ready-to-drink alcohol drinks. It's margarita flavor. Whiskey flavor, bourbon flavor as well, too. Strawberry daiquiri. Strawberry daiquiri. It's at your local liquor stores. Make sure you go pick it up. That's Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. So um, one other name before we get into fantasy talk, too. Um, look out for Bill O'Brien's name, too. Um, yeah, I know, man, but he's, he's you know, NFL coordinator. He went to, you know, he's up in the rehab program as we speak. With Alabama, I mean, I doubt it. I wouldn't put a high percentage on it, but his name, you'll hear his name, too, uh, through the course of it. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. He like, hey, look. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I'm going to feel you. All right, man. Uh, fantasy. First okay. of all, you and Jonah, and any of y'all get impacted? Because we never got around to tell our squads because we never, we always keep running out of time. But any of y'all squads impacted from week one? 
in fantasy injuries. Not you. I was three and all this week. I was three and all this week. Three and all. So the one, the one, the one person that I'm really worried about is Josh Jacobs. You know, he's he's the running back for the Raiders. He's the one that I'm worried about because eventually they're going to start changing because as many passes as they're throwing, it goes back to what we've been talking about and talking about. If you don't commit to the run, what good is your running back? True. You know, and Derrick Henry was terrible last week, but I wasn't affected by him. I wasn't affected by him. So. What is it? And, and before, as we go through, before we get to Jonas's though, because uh, I didn't have another document. But what is this? How bad did did uh, Mike Vrabel call out Julio Jones? Why is this a story? Like, what what exactly did he say? Do y'all know? Was it something about it was a stupid? It was a dumb foul or something he got or something I like don't that? Know. Yeah, but I know that's circling around it because look, they got they got beat down pretty bad. Um, he said, "Dumb s that hurts the team." Mm. I tell but Vrabel, the problem is this. Yeah. I mean, stop somebody, man. Yeah. I mean, y- 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 y'all got beat by Kyler Murray in the, the, the three-ring circus, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, people want to go see the three-ring circus right. when you got A.J. Green, like you said, was on Golden Pond, found exactly. the fountain of you, and then you look at what the uh, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, what he brings every day, and you even had little Rondell Moore from Vanderbilt out there balling out. Mm. I mean – he There's was definitely, yeah, there. they were definitely frustrated on that. But anyway, all right, Jonas, any injury? Did this impact anybody went down a week one for you? Yeah. Who was the, it? The, the big one that really hurts me is Jerry Judy. I yeah. was really hoping to capitalize. You know, I like Teddy Two Gloves. I said earlier that if he was quarterback, the Broncos were going to be fine. So that one really, I was, I was happy to steal him in like the seventh round, I think. Seventh, damn, he lasted seven. Yeah, he, I got him on one of the squads. He went down. Now I'll tell you this though, just a little side bit for all y'all that might have Jerry Judy. I don't know what your tight end position is like, but Albert O's about to eat pretty good over there with Noah Fant in regard to. He found pay dirt against the Giants. They going that that's a kid out of Missouri. He got there because of lock connection. Watch out for Albert O. And I'm only telling you this on the hot mic because I've already got him. Took him in the drafts already. I already got him on my squad, so I know people I play with listen to it. But too late. Told y'all. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, running back for 49ers went down for me. And, I, and I'm in a league to where you get – they call it a star. You get to star one player, meaning like if you if your starter, like Moser goes down, everybody goes to waiver wire, but you can go ahead and use one star per season and you star that player and you automatically get his backup. You can use it one time. Oh, okay. You nice. get, you, yeah, nice. you use it one time. So I had to use it early. I've been in this league now for seven years, I think, six, seven years, somewhere around there. I've never used it before, but I had to use it with them because, for one, I think 49ers running game is back. I think they got that rookie and then, um, you know, the guy that's going to fill in for uh, Mozart. But I think that's that's one. Other than that, So who'd you pick up? Me, was it Jermichael um, Hasty? Was it Hasty? I had? Damn, I just lost my sight. Um I think that was the only Judy I have him, but I, I think with me I'm I'm cool on the wide receiver uh position. I, I don't think that's gonna be an issue. Uh so it depth wise, because I had I didn't get KJ Hamler on some other ones because I'm just thinking of who you can get to replace Judy. Um yeah. who else do we who else was out there? But who uh, besides the injuries, who else is out there performance wise that's caught your eye that might be hot on the waiver wire? Because you know, people in some leagues, especially if they're newcomers to fantasy or it depends on the competition or the league you have, everybody gets antsy and panics even after week one when they see one guy that know and they go get him. Who who's that guy, uh, Jonas? Hard that y'all seen that might be hot on the waiver wire because of his performance? Who am I missing? 
Well, the ones that I'm looking at right now is your guy that you were talking about, Mitchell, the uh-huh. running back, Elijah Mitchell. Yes, that, picked him that up. I picked yeah. up. Yeah. And then the other one in some of the leagues that I've been looking at is uh, Everett, the tight end. He used to play for – he was the tight end for uh, the Rams when he was really hot. And then they stopped going to him, and now he's playing for Seattle. And you know Russell Wilson likes to use those tight ends. Hmm, okay. So, okay. Jonas, you got any? Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of it's on Baltimore with the, with all their running back turnover. The uh-huh. top ads right now on ESPN Fantasy Football are are just, just figuring out, you know, whether you can get one of the Tyson Williams or or the Le'Veon Bell or Latavius Murray. Um, action is down on Josh Jacobs, like like Harge was alluding to. Um, mm. Being concerned about that workload with the toe and everything like that, like that you've got going on this early in the season, but um. You know the Browns defense got dropped a lot. I mean, only like it's, that's it's down like five percent. But it, yeah. this this is the time for overreaction, yeah, right? Especially before too much gets out there and and too many other players become exposed. Um, you know, hunting on that waiver wire right now. I can tell you one guy that I took uh, probably in the third round that I'm kind of getting a little bit. It's too late to kind of you. I'm a patient guy. I like to you know ride it out with my drafts, but. I would say I was very disappointed in the debut of Pitts in Atlanta, the tight end. Right. I mean, I, I, the yeah. reason why I'm going to be a little patient, because at the end of the day, he is a rookie. There was a lot, a lot of hype about him. Rightfully so, he earned it. Man, right, I thought a little bit more production than Pitts, because I started him, and that's the reason why I'm thinking, like, okay, Albert O, he might come off the bench and have to go to pinch Pitts. I also might just have him there if he goes to some trade bait. But I was disappointed in there in his performance coming week one in my opinion so i'm gonna see how it goes atlanta i just think they're a bad defensive team we'll see they should be able to put up a lot of points um you know ridley looked i mean really looked as good as advertising you can see why they besides money why they were comfortable moving on from julio even besides they knew they were going to draft pits and that one that's right. the one that i would see i'm on this this running back tandem of jonas and kareem hunt and chubb which was very promising i think in that first half cleveland's offensive line was good as advertised. There were some holes that I could have ran through on Kansas City that Kareem was running through early on. So um, that's going to be a nice little handcuffed. And I would, and honestly, I would say overreaction for people that didn't take a flyer on Melvin Gordon, I would still say proceed. I think that offensive line is better. But Melvin, I know he had that breakout, you know, but Williams on his ass in because of carries. But that might be another good one to Another punch. flyer in there. Just looking at how well that Saints offense is running, like Marquez Callaway. I mean, feel free to go down the depth chart on that one. Hmm, on the re- receiver yeah. position from I'm, the Saints. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. so because it was about what could Jameis do with, with that system. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Today's show was presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, and this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by the LaHood Law Firm. They have 82 years of combined experience uh, that can help you in any legal case you find yourself in. They offer representation for all criminal allegations, including DWI, aggravated assault, white-collar crimes, weapon charges, probation violations, drug charges as well, too. And they'll give you a free consultation. If you give them a call, the number is 210 797 
210-979-7700. Again, that is 210-979-7700. That is the LaHood La Law Firm, official sponsor of the Sports Chronicles. Yeah, real quick before we get out of here, we're talking during the break. I had to listen to it this morning, last night. Uh from from AC and my stepdaughter. Oh, the gala! Look what they were wearing. Look at that! And I'm like, okay, man. I guess it's a big thing. Everybody's talking about it. A bunch of rich people paying thirty grand just to get in for the average folks like ourselves to look at. Look at that! But the story to that. Oh, Sierra. Oh, Russell. Did we see Sierra's dress? Came in with the Super Bowl ring and the three uh, slit jersey with the well dress. I should say with the little legs showing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I say, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I said I, I paid a lot of attention to that, my goodies. Yeah, as I you said, you. my goodies. I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah, that's fair, Harge. Because Miss Harge got three hour football game lasts about two and a half, three hours. So that's three hours to stare at Mike Tomlin. So a little glance oh, oh, there. Yeah. That's let fair get, game. Let me, yeah, let me that's, get a little peek at that right now. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's fair game in that one. Uh, also, uh, Speaking of what else was going to touch on here real quick. Well, really okay, fast on, on the Sierra. Yeah. And so last night on the ESPN, if you watched the Manning Brothers broadcast, oh, yeah. Peyton even said, because she was decked out and she had on a Super Bowl ring, right? Uh-huh. And Peyton said, man, that's a, I'd like to get that ring there. <laughs> and then yeah. Russ then says, he says, yeah, I got one that Tommy would like too, so you're welcome for that one. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny, man. Yeah, they got their ass kicked in that Super Bowl. I knew that was all the yeah. center spikes it over the head to start the game. That was bad. Hell with cold hey, weather. Let me Super tell you Bowl something about that. Let me tell you something about that. I won so much money in a in a in an office pool like type of where you uh-huh. pull numbers. Like because it was a weird number, 43 to 8 or something right. like that. Like it was an awful game. Those numbers added up for me to win four quarters. I won four quarters of football. Wow. So you hit all nice. four quarters of I hit clean all up. four quarters. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was strange. It was yeah. strange, but I was happy. Wow. Okay, we need to go to Vegas sometime. You got that look yeah. to get all four times. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, what else did we get here? New um, Orleans. Yeah, speaking of the Saints, and you talked about James Winston, they had a major outbreak, COVID outbreak, mm-hmm. and uh, mostly coaches, right, Jones? Because I think they had like a total of five coaches. Right, and, and a player. And only one injured. player. But, but they're yeah. fully vaccinated. I think they're fully vaccinated. On their yeah. deal. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, um, Cleveland Browns offensive line, I think he's the center. He came out and yep. thinks that the coach of Kansas City needs to be disciplined, that something needs to be done. Now, context is he's more than just Cleveland Browns center. He's also the head, the president of the NFL Players Association. Okay, side. That's, that's fair. So, to, and, it, and it's not just from the Brown standpoint, but it's from the entire entire standpoint of a, a coach puts hands on a on an opposing player. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's got to be some kind of penalty. Okay, well, I, I, mean, I didn't know that he had that title. Um, I would also say tell him that the kicker who fumbled the snap and the ball needs to be disciplined also. Got one, job, got one job to do, man. I'm sticking to that. But anyway, I feel you. That, and I wonder, it's going to be interesting since you say he has that title after hearing that going public because these guys got Twitter. They got a, Does the league take action now? Is it something they say, well, you know what? This is getting a story. Let's go ahead and send a fine. The, the time to take action was before because and, – and, and you read articles about it, stuff out there today, and it's just that in the moment it wasn't – penalized equally you eject a starting safety and the coach who you know and it was all reactions 
But every, you got to remember this. It's not something that, that happens every day either, Jonas. I mean, that's, that's a good point. players on the sideline. Whenever you're doing stuff, players are the ones that everyone's paying attention to. So for them to have this conversation, and at least they're having this conversation, right? Because something has to happen first to have a reaction to it. So right. this is this is a good thing right here. Where moving forward, you can be disciplined. Hmm. Now I don't know if you can go back and backdate it because it's already been accrued, right? You know what a fine or something like that. But anyway, yeah. all right, man. That's a wrap for today, Tuesday edition. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mike Hard, Sam spinning the one and twos, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio. People up in Tyler, people up in Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, the snooze button before you're out the rack. Just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all tomorrow. They say that home is where the heart is. Maybe that's why so many fall in love with Big Pine Key and Florida's lower keys. With epic ocean views, unspoiled wilderness, sandy beaches, abundant wildlife, RV resorts, and Stock Island's rustic charm. Florida's lower keys don't skip a beat. For more about the lower keys and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash lower keys.